Welcome to Rejuvenated Women, Impeccable Health for High-Performing Women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, women's health coach, and alternative medicine practitioner. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hello, and welcome back to Rejuvenated Women, Impeccable Health for High-Performing Women. I'm really excited for today's conversation. I am joined by Dr. Amanda Barrientes, who is the founder of No Effing Around or No Freedom Alignment, uh, and is a business consultant who helps coaches and online entrepreneurs unblock and more than double their money flow using her proprietary manifesting profits strategies. And she's someone who, after going from food stamps to building a six-figure business fast, she's on a quest to teach work-from-home business builders how to make more money doing exactly what they love to do. So Amanda, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's so I great should say to Dr. Amanda. Yeah. I know I was going to ask, do you prefer Dr. Alex? I usually go by that. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, I, it's, uh, I love it because Alex is, was always my name that I used when I was a kid growing up. Like when I was playing house, I was like, oh, I want to be named Alex. So it's easy <laughs> name so for me to remember. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm excited to have you here. And I know your niche is a little different from our, you know, health world, but when we connected, I was like, you know, the money conversation is such an important part of health and, and really having a powerful mindset around money. So I'm excited to, to dive into that. And, you know, as high-performing women, we're either out to make money. I think a lot of us undervalue ourselves where, you know, even if you're not an entrepreneur, this conversation will be helpful. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So I, yeah, I'd love to start with, let's just, you know, having you share some of your story and kind of that you know, transition that's happened in your own life and we'll ebb and flow from there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'll start with money. I so agree with you. I feel like when you're struggling financially and this could be struggling in many different ways. I mean, I work with a lot of people that have wealth shame where they feel bad about the amount of money they have or the way they earned it or having too much and comparing themselves to other people and feeling guilty. It could be on the other end where, you know, I was really struggling. I was on food stamps and felt like, I kind of demonized wealthy people, but simultaneously felt super jealous and wanted to get unstuck, but I didn't really realize that there were ways to do it at the time. And so, you know, for me, my money story in, in, in stepping into consulting really started with personal downfall. So I had left my 15 year marriage having an affair and my next relationship wasn't working out, which wasn't a big surprise, <laughs> but it took me several years in that to kind of have this up and down ebb and flow and started really working on myself. And I started, you know, I, one night I was on the floor crying and I was like, oh, wow, I'm the common denominator here. Like my relationships aren't working. My money is a mess. I've got three kids in grad school. How, what am I going to do? And I was super ashamed. You know, I had free counseling at, I was at CU Boulder and she kept telling me, you need to go get food stamps, like get over your shame. I mean, she wasn't saying it like that, of course, <laughs> but she's telling me it's okay. You know, that's what the service is for. So you're, you're in school, you're working your way out. And I had so much shame. I would like walk down the grocery aisles and kind of look at the checkers and, and think which one's going to judge me the least for having my EBT card. And, you know, it was, it was hard. And I, while I was doing that, I started listening to a lot of podcasts 
and they were all from coaches. And I was like, huh, there's something to this coaching thing. And I started implementing what I was learning and it started working. And then in that, I also decided, I don't think I want to be a professor. I was on the track to be a professor and there was a lot of stress going on in our department and just kind of the academic world in general. I thought, I don't know if I'm ever going to get out of my financial stuckness if I go into academia. And so I decided to just take the leap and dive into coaching. And so since then, in my first year of business, I broke the six-figure mark in that first full-time year. And I've just been ever since then really, really interested in helping other people break through their money blocks and helping them align themselves to make more money in ways that feel less stressful and more fun. Because, you know, like you're saying, high achieving people have a lot of money blocks around hard work, usually, like I've got to work hard to make money. And, you know, like we often over deliver and undercharge. And so it's it's one, it's so, I want to say the word fun, but it's like, just really fulfilling to help people shift out of those fears and blocks that are unconscious. I call them competing commitments. So competing commitments when you have your unconscious and conscious telling you different things and you keep feeling like there's an invisible force holding you back. And so you can't get where you want to go. So I love helping people uncover those and specifically with money. That's awesome. And I love that. And ugh, there's so many things we can unpack here because even, you know, listening to you share, I, I see parallels with my own story and just kind of relating it to health. Like, you know, I was sharing when we first started talking, when I first started practicing as a chiropractor, I was making so little money that I actually also qualified for food stamps. And it was totally that like shame. And, you know, I didn't want half the food because I, I know a lot about nutrition and I was pregnant at the time and I'm like, I would never actually eat this. And so why, why, because there's limits on, on what you can buy, but, you know, and then going from that to like, I built a almost seven figure practice and had a huge staff and all this stuff. But even inside of that, like I had this unhealthy relationship to money, I think, and had this belief that like, this wasn't really, you know, I, I wasn't the one in control of this. And somehow I just, you know, was leading this organization that was making lots of money, but it had nothing to do with me, of course. Um, Cause I, I just didn't relate to myself in that way. And so I yeah. think, and I know a lot of the women that I work with and that I, you know, talk to struggle with this and oddly, a lot of them are actually professors. <laughs> so we, <laughs> I think there's a lot of things we can unpack here, but maybe let's start with, you know, how do we transform out of that place of shame? Cause I think at some, like some point you have to get to a, a place of, you know, acceptance in order to move forward on some level, not like yeah. like I'm going to be stay stuck here, but just like making peace with it so that you can move forward. I don't know if that relates to what you went through, but yeah, uh, so many, so many things that you said in there. The first thing, one of the first thing you said is when you were talking about your ownership of your success, you know, mm-hmm. like that imposter syndrome. So it doesn't surprise yeah. me you work with a lot of professors because there's such a huge piece of imposter syndrome in there. I mean, for a lot of people stepping into entrepreneurship, but I also notice it with, I work with uh, professors as well. And it's like yeah. that, that piece of kind of, it's never good enough because there's a hyper critique mm-hmm. going on. And so it's hard to own what you're worth, which causes more shame and fear and doubt because you're always trying to prove yourself, which causes you to overwork. So you overwork to try to prove yourself. You might get the validation from an external source, but then pretty quickly it goes away and you got to do the next thing and you keep ramping it up and it feels really stressful. And, you know, I think about money blocks, you know, you're talking about the shame piece. It's like money blocks to me are an outward representation of what's going on internally for people, which is why I also like working with money blocks because you know it's like the hidden 
Rosetta Stone almost of all the things inside because it's it relates to your guilt, your shame, your fear, your self worth, your your scarcity mindset, your imposter syndrome, your self doubt, your inner critic, like all these things that show up on the outer world in the way of how you feel about money and abundance and ease and flow and joy and and like owning your worth and all of those things. So it's there's it's so many things tied in. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so interesting. And, you know, oddly, like so many of those things, they come up in our health conversation too, right? Because, you know, underneath like what keeps us stuck and not able to lose the weight or, or, you know, get the energy back or whatever it is, it's tied up in like a lot of it's self-worth. Like we just don't think we're worth it. And so I think these two conversations tie together so well. So if yeah. you can transform one of these areas, you know, you'll have the tools to transform the other. Yeah, definitely. You're so right. Because when you feel really valuable, you value your body and you want to feel the most energetic, alive and healthy that you possibly can. And then same thing with money. You know, so when you value yourself, you go, oh, of course I deserve to make millions or however much money I want to make and feel good about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a piece too. You know, you hit the nail on the head with the other side of that is like, we have this fear of making too much money or yeah, like that's so prevalent in our, our culture and society, I think. So it's like, we don't have enough or we have too much and there's not yeah. really that, like space where you just feel like, no, I'm good. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it. sadly, it's more rare to be on the side. You were just saying of like, I feel awesome all the time. It's right. much more common to feel like, I've got to be stressed out all the time or kind of got to beat myself up a little bit to knock myself down. So other people don't think I'm like too big for my britches or yeah. 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 And that actually ties into a quote I always share um, from Marianne Williamson about, you know, when we allow our light to shine, yeah. <laughs> everyone loves this quote yeah. it all the time. You know, yeah. we, we give other people permission to do the same, but we have to be willing to allow ourselves to, you know, right except yeah. that we're awesome. Yeah. And, and I want to say it comes in layers. You know, it's like, I work, I do this work all the time, all day, every day. And I get layers of money blocks that come up, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, you move to the new next level of yourself and then you'll get a new layer of money blocks and then you do it again and you get a new layer of money blocks, you know? And it's, it, it's, you know, it's the life process of health. Like as your body ages, it's going to change the way you take care of yourself. Your, your exercise routine is going to change and your eating right. is going to change the same thing with your money. It's, 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 yeah such a live work, I think. Yeah. I, I it's kind of, it just always flows. It's like always there on some level, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's really interesting. So in your, in the work you've done, is there like, you know, a common money block that's kind of like the first one or are there, you know, top three, top five, like what, what are some of the most common money blocks that you run across? Yeah, I would say there's, there's not necessarily one that everyone has, but they're definitely common money blocks. And especially for high achieving people, I'd say the one where you got to work hard to make money is huge. So this money block of like, oh, okay, well, I'm at, let's say you're at a six figure business and you're really happy with it. And you go, I want to move to seven figures, but there's no way I want to work 10 times as hard or that belief that I have to. So then you give up before you even start because you go, oh, I don't want to work 10 times as hard. So it's that idea that money can't flow to you easily. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, it's about working smarter in different ways and shifting your energy. A lot of people don't, you know, I do money mindset, marketing and manifestation with people and, yeah. you know, manifestation in that realm of energy, which I think is why your work is so important. Cause if you're not energetically aligned, you're, repellent to money and so it, part of that energetic alignment is in your health and well-being yeah. and how you feel every day and and like yeah. having high energy creates a different 
uh, quality of being able to attract things your way more easily. It's not that you're sitting on the couch and just daydreaming about it, but <laughs> you can <Right>. be <laughs> thinking like, oh, I want to move in this direction. This is what I really want to create. And then you align your energy in gratitude and then you take action in that direction. Things start to shift. Um, so that one I would say is huge. The, the thinking we need to work hard, um, the thinking that there's like some sort of trade-off that we need to create, like, oh, I'll be willing to trade this if you just give me this much money. <laughs> so it's like, again, an either or mentality, which is scarcity yeah. thinking instead of abundance. Like I can have both for high performing women. This comes sometimes shows up in relationship jeopardy. You know, it's mm -hmm. like, oh, I can either have a good relationship or a lot of money, not both. And yeah. so that shows up for sure. Um, other ones would be, would be the hiding of the success. So it's like, oh, I've got to, I've got to dim my light a little bit. So other people around me don't feel bad. And, and if I tell you that it's really hard work to get where I am, it makes somehow makes you not really want it as much. So it makes me feel better about the success I've had. So, you know, so if you're a really successful person and you notice yourself telling people, oh, I'm so stressed out, I'm so overworked, I'm so busy, that's a, well, that's a money block because you, why not say, oh, oh yeah, money flows to me with ease and joy. It's awesome. I love it. I love my life. My everything's great. It's hard for people to sit in that space of everything's great. So that's something that's really, that comes up often. Um, I would say the money blocks of undercharging. So uh, undercharging and over-delivering. So it's like people undercharge and they devalue themselves. So they undercharge, devalue, and then they end up resentful and overworked. And then they're in that space of wanting to quit and it affects every area of their life. So those are some, some big ones that come up immediately. Yeah. That's, I'm listening to you. I'm like, man, I've had like every single one of those. There's, yeah. there's so many. And, you know, and I think it, it totally relates to the health aspect. Like this part of my story, I didn't share, but, you know, I reached a point with the business that I built where I walked, I just finished remodeling this 6,000 square foot building because we'd grown into it. And, you know, I walked up to my office and it's this beautiful space that I like had all the hand in designing. And I just looked around and I was like, this is not my dream. Like I was so stressed. My yeah. health was in the tank. Like I was working so hard to, you know, just make ends meet and manage a team and do all this stuff. And so I ultimately ended up setting that whole thing on fire and kind of completely redesigning what I am doing and am like so much happier, but it, it can be, there's so much fear around doing that. You know, it was like, well, what's everyone going to think I'm in a small community. Like if I, you know, downsize this whole thing again and kind of go back to the basics and really create what I actually want and what serves me. Like, you know, I was worried about everybody else and, you know, not myself, but ultimately it's about us. And that's what I talk about so much on the show is, you know, this idea of selfless syndrome where we do all these things for other people and, you know, and forget about ourselves and yeah. eventually that, that catches up with us. And so such a great I don't term. know, I don't so know true. if you have, yeah, have any yeah. insight around taking that first step and, you know, being willing to say, this isn't it. Like, I, yeah. Well, first it takes a ton of courage. So good for you. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. Most, you're right. Most people, I mean, I call it the curse of the comfort zone where it's like, you're, well, you, you're internally really uncomfortable in that situation. It sounds like, like you were miserable yeah. and you get there and you're yeah. like, oh my God, I've created a prison for myself. 
And this happens a lot for people in business where they go like, I should do this It's because what I'm modeling after someone else's success that they, and who knows, they might be miserable doing the model they're doing, but we're (laughs) modeling after it thinking like, oh, they've, they've been successful. I need to do it this way. And then you get there and you realize you've created your own prison and you don't enjoy your life or your business. And then you're like, well, what's the point of any of this? Um, I love that selfless syndrome. It's like, to me that with related to what you're saying, it's like this idea that we we're not doing it for ourselves and we're thinking so much more about everyone else around us. And that's when we get sick, break down, burn out and feel really crappy. So I always like to think about when, when we say stressless success, it's like, there's a, I'm sure you've heard it. Have you heard of you stress? The term you stress? Yeah. That's it, I say I'm sure and then I realize like almost nobody has heard of it. It's really fascinating. <laughs> it's actually like the, ult, the the optimal point of stress. So you can be way too stressed, which would be distressed and you can have no stress, which equals comfort zone, never take action. So yeah. the optimal state is at the border of challenge and support, which is a state of you stress. So we want to have, like, it gets us going, right? But we don't want to be so stressed out and burned out that we're like showing up at work. And I was actually, I was listening to your video on your website. And I was like, I love that as I think about that and talk to people about that a lot, where it's like, you wake up and first thing your alarm goes off. Are you in joy? And like, yeah, I can't wait to start the day. Or are you like, oh crap, I'm exhausted. And I don't have the energy to do what's on my plate today. And often people who have, I would imagine, selfless syndrome, they tend to always stack their plate way too full and it's like this it's the it's the belief that you're not enough so if you think you've got to prove yourself you're going to keep stacking your plate full which is selfless you don't know how to say no to opportunities Mm -hmm. you don't know how to say no to things that aren't aligned and so you say yes to everything your plate's overflowing and then you're just like i'm in prison and this sucks (laughs) yeah yeah it's very true yeah Yeah. so wow so you completely revamped and i did like two years ago yeah that's cool wow and has it been as successful as you want it to be, or even more, I would imagine? It's honestly, I've had some blocks. Um, ah, so it's, okay. it's starting to, you know, it's starting to flow now. Like I can, I can, yeah. feel, you know, things yeah. are shifted, but I had to do a lot of work um, yeah. to get there. And well, I would imagine letting go of the business the way you had it, like because yeah. it was so financially successful. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a certain kind of status, I think that, that comes with it. Um, yeah, I'm being totally transparent on this show, but it's, it's a part of health. Like we have to go through these transitions and I know you've been through divorce too. And I, I'd gone through a divorce, um, a couple of years before the business. And honestly, it felt like that again, like, you know, there was, Uh I'd started the business when my son was six weeks old. So it was kind of like another baby. Yeah. Like Um, grieving a a loss. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So there were, there was a lot to work through, but you know, now being on the other side of it, I'm just so excited. Like, I love what I'm doing now and it's so much less stressful and I'm a better mom and I'm, you know, I have energy like to do things I love, like go for walks and hikes and you yeah. know, exercise again and, and do all that stuff. Um, and there was it, like, it was like a ball and chain basically like pulling me down is how I felt, even though yeah. it was great. And, you know, we served a great purpose in the community, just sometimes the great isn't the right thing for you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm looking up this quote right now because I can't remember who said it, but it's one of my all-time favorite quotes. You can't escape a prison if you don't know you're in one. Mm, <sighs> that's so good. Yeah. I, I can't, I want to say who it's fine, but I can't remember. <laughs> I'm looking it up so I can quote the right person. It's, uh, oh man, my brain. If you don't know you're in one, I want to I share with people so they can look it up if they want to. Oh, it's not going to show me. 
I'll, I'll have to share it later, but great yeah, quote. If people look it up, they'll find it. Yeah. Put it in the show notes too. Yeah. So. Yeah. You can't escape a prison if you don't know you're in one. And I, I think it's fascinating that it's, it's like a slippery slope, you know, you kind of start creating it and you kind of feel off. So I, what I tell people is the fastest way to know that you're off and out of alignment is to follow your feelings. Cause your feelings are always a guidepost telling you where you're at. If you wake up every day, feeling tired, overloaded, frustrated, stuck, not enjoy, you know, you're out of alignment. So you want to go back and start going, okay, what am I thinking about? What am I feeling? What am I doing? Or what am I thinking about? What am I doing on a daily basis? And is it really in my zone of genius? So I talk to people a lot about their yeah. zone of genius. Cause it's like, that's where you feel most alive. So yeah. you design your lifestyle, you, you design your business around your lifestyle of where you feel most alive and they can be completely integrated. You know, it's like, I love that you said, yeah. it's like hikes during the day and having fun and flow and then the money just follows and the right amount of money comes and you don't need to worry about it. Yeah. And, you know, I've, I've found definitely in my life when I've been able to, to let go of the like stress, you know, I going to make payroll, bleh, all the, all the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, the, no matter what your faith is, like I'm Christian. So I say God, but you know, the universe, yeah, that stuff. And I found totally. you know, something I really had to learn that I think is part of what got me to where I was, was really trusting my gut on making decisions. And this goes with health too. You know, this is like still all related into the realm of health. Cause when we don't do things that align with us, we inevitably get sick. Something yeah. you know, goes wrong with our hormones yeah. or, you know, our body, our organ systems can shut down. Um, and, you know, so it's really about like, especially as women, I think intuitively listening to our gut, like it yeah. will, Tell you and you know I, I made some business decisions like buying the giant building that my gut was like don't do this uh, and I did yeah. it anyway and you know and then I had to to learn my lesson yeah that's I've, I've been there before too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yeah and the cool thing is that I've learned and I listen to it now fast like it used to be that I would have an intuitive flash and I would doubt it or question it or need like some sort of proof instead of yeah. just going, I feel off and there doesn't have to be an answer. You know, it could be like, I feel off about this purchase or I feel off about this relationship or I feel off about this next business adventure. Like something doesn't feel aligned. And I used to like wait and wait and question and wonder. And now I'm like, I feel off. The answer is no. Yeah. And, and, and the, cool, the cool thing is it gets stronger. The voice gets stronger and stronger. Yeah. And now it's like, I don't, I, it happens to me very rarely that I sit stuck in the decision because I go, Oh, is this in alignment with my highest calling? Does it feel good? If the answer is yes, move forward. If the answer is no, don't do it. And I don't need to justify it again. That's kind of that selfless syndrome. Like somehow we think we have to prove why we do the things we do and yeah. we don't, you know, like we can just make a decision and go with it. Like you deciding, oh, you know, this office doesn't feel aligned anymore. I'm just going to go with it and trust that whatever's on the other side is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. And having that trust, especially when things, you know, are hard or don't go well, because it hasn't been easy. I mean, I essentially started yeah. a business with the overhead of a seven figure business and I'm like, this sucks, yeah. but, um, yeah. you know, you got to trust that you're trusting that gut and that it's going to like, at some point it starts to flow yeah. and like, everything yeah. clicks and, you know, it all aligns. And so I've learned to really trust in that process, but it can be a challenge like it's it's scary at times like you have to really be grounded I think in in who you are and, and like what that vision is that you really have um, yeah. yeah 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 so cool I, I mean I love that you had the courage to do it because a lot of people in that position wouldn't 
Yeah. And, and it would take some like a really big something to wake them up. Like, I think health is one of those that shows up really quickly or it, well, it, it, because it's a slippery slope over time, it's like health will end up being a feedback loop that if you wait too long, you can get bigger health issues, you know? And so yeah. I always tell people like, when you start to have that, that, that misalignment and you start to feel bad and you start to notice your, your physical health degrading, pay attention. It's important information for you. It's feedback that you're out of alignment. Yeah. And actually that was true for me. I, um, am a chiropractor. I still practice real part-time, but I ended up with six tears in my wrist because I had a, um, I have a congenital anomaly that led to that, but you know, it got, it got to the point where I ended up having to have surgery two years ago. And oh, so, wow. you know, along with, I was like, okay, I can't not listen to this anymore. So yeah. it's time to really create what I, I want and I need. Um, and so for the the women listening to this, you know, obviously we've said it takes courage, but do you have recommendations if they're like, I am not in alignment, you know, whether it's career, whether it's your health, like whatever it is, how do you take that first step? Like, what was it for you that had you, you know, you know, I always tell people there's only three things that'll make you change. One is developmental trajectory. Like we just change over time. You know, when you're 10, you don't want the same thing as when you're 40 and then it can be choice. So you decide to make a new, to do something in a different direction or cataclysmic events, I say often, (laughs) but it might just be an event, right? It could be an event, but it gets more on the spectrum of cataclysm. And it could be a very simple event, like a birth of a family member, a birth of a baby Mm -hmm. or a death or a divorce, but then it can get to like cancer or, you know, things that are more life-threatening. So it's like, I always like to go like, let's do it by choice. (laughs) You know, (laughs) that's easier. (laughs) I absolutely have to. Yeah. Right. But, but for me, it was, it was cataclysmic events. I would say, I mean, it was like laying on the floor going, I I was facing homelessness. I really was like, I don't know where I'm going to live with my kids. I don't know how I'm going to feed them. Like, oh crap, this is scary to really wake me up and go, I got to do something different. So it always comes to that place of like, are you, are you tired enough of where you've been? And are you willing to do what it takes to shift? There's always answers. I mean, there are so there's a just I mean, millions of options of free resources to help yourself out. So it's really about that choice piece. If you don't want it, something to knock you down to have to make you choose. So it's, um, I, I tell people start small. I'm listening to um, Tiny Habits right now. I'm writing a habits book for, okay. yeah, and so I'm listening to Tiny Habits and I really like the philosophy. It's also like atomic habits. Yeah. So okay. Tiny habits and atomic yeah. habits. Yeah. And there, it's, it's small, small changes over time lead to huge yeah. results. They really do. So for me, it was like that moment of clarity going, I got to change. I'm the center of this. I started listening to podcasts avidly and I just started implementing what I was learning. And I just started thinking about it. And I shifted my values to going, I matter. I want to build my wealth. I want to have connected relationships, whatever the universe wants to bring to me to help me do that, bring it. And so, and it did, it all started to happen and it all started to work. So it was that decision. Decision is really, really powerful. So for anyone listening, if they're like in that place of like, I'm not sure what to do, make a decision, take action in the direction. And and it will signal to the universe, God, whatever you want to say, like higher power, whatever it is for you, it'll signal your commitment and it'll start to open doors of opportunity that you can't foresee. The fun, what I find very interesting, I was talking to my friend about this the other day and, um, 
we were talking about how at the end of a kind of a big challenge you've been facing for a while, you, it's almost like in a video game where you're at the very last level and it's the hardest battle <laughs> and you got to break through the next layer. And it's yeah. kind of what happens when you make a decision in a new direction. You'll often doubt yourself because you'll go like you made a new decision and then all of a sudden maybe sometimes harder things start happening. And it, to me, it's the universe testing your unconscious because if you really have the belief and the desire and the commitment and you really are like, I am 100% committed, those challenges that come, you, they'll be like, stepping stones to where you want to go. Whereas if you're in doubt, those doubts will cause you to go, maybe it's the wrong decision. I'm not sure. So you got to be, you got to be like, I have decided I don't have to know all the answers of how I'm going to have it all unfold, but I have decided to move in this direction and commit to it fully and just start, you know, I started really small, like one minute meditations and just a little bit of journaling every day. And then a lot of personal growth and development. And it was just, it's hang out with people who are in alignment with what you're thinking. Um, you know, I'm a consultant and a coach. So I always buy People are like, you're biased, of course, but I am like coaches have changed my life. Consultants have changed my life. Get somebody to help you and be on your side. If you can't afford that, it, it, or you think you can't afford that, let's say, <laughs> <laughs> then start with podcasts, start with YouTube, like, you know, yeah. do what you can and just keep going in that direction and then watch your life completely transform. I love it. So awesome. So powerful. So um, we could talk about this all day, but I'll, yes. <laughs> we can go ahead and wrap up at this point. Um, for those who are listening to this and I like, I need more Dr. Amanda in my life, where can they go to, to find you? So I know you have a podcast too. Um, yes, I do. I have, if they, for podcast, it's max potential money. So max potential money. I, it's geared towards um, coaches and entrepreneurs, but you know, I think a lot of different types of people listen to it. Um, and then I have a money masterclass. So if they go to NFA money masterclass, so NFA stands for no F and around. So NFA money masterclass.com. And there's a, a cool masterclass there that I'm actually revamping it into 20 minutes right now. It's 45 minutes, but this week I'm revamping it into 20 and okay. it's just like powerhouse talking about the term. I was talking about competing commitments and the top money blocks that people struggle with. And awesome. it's a great way to connect with me and just kind of see, yeah. you know, they've already gotten to learn how my brain works a little bit here. So no, yeah. I love it. We're, we're yeah. in wavelength. So totally. this was yeah. great. Well, thank you so much for coming on and just, you know, digging into this conversation. So I think it's, it's valuable no matter what, <laughs> you know, Absolutely. stage of life where you're at, any of that. Um, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I know we, I could talk to you for a lot of hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we might have to do something again in the future. So. Yes, definitely. All right. Thank you for tuning in to Rejuvenated Women, impeccable health for high-performing women, where we provide you with the tools, information, and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Each month, I'll select one lucky reviewer to receive a special impeccable health sample kit from me. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me in my private Facebook group for high-performing women who are ready to transform their health and lives called the Tribe of Rejuvenated Women. There you'll have access to free trainings, a community of like-minded women from around the world, and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become vibrant, energetic, and on fire. 
Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about.